This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 150. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Spapreneurs. Now, I know many of you are concocting things in kitchen sinks and in your back rooms with essential oils and various nutrients. Like I remember when I was a massage therapist, I would take, um, I can't even think of it right now, but essential oils. And I would take, um, you know, anti-inflammatories for my clients who had puffy ankles and it was like instantly flattened them. And a lot of that comes from my own personal experience. So I love today's guest because she had an incredible health crisis and just like Minnie Totten a few weeks ago, she discovered something that worked for her. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to make a career out of it. So Kristen Bowen is here from Living the Good Life Naturally. She is absolutely like a ray of sunshine. It's super early where she is and she's just ready to go. But I, I love this whole background story. Like this is back in 2002. So let's talk about this. In 2002, you had like a major health crisis, like really serious. And you, you probably tried all like the Western medicines and some of the Eastern medicines. And you really had to become like your own health advocate in order to help yourself because, you know, and I think after last year with 2020 and COVID and everything, we're all even in our wellness space here where we already know and advocate for being, being your own advocate of health and finding the solutions that work for you that, you know, I can't imagine 20 in 2002 doing that. Well, first of all, when you were talking about concocting in your kitchen, <laughs> that took me back. I bet. We had this little basement kitchen and, oh, concoctions coming out of the kitchen. But right in 2002, um, I had a bladder surgery. They put titanium in me, long story short. I have an allergic reaction to titanium. At the time, they thought titanium was inert. It's now known that it's not. And so three and a half years, um, cadaver graft that was bought off market that had mold. My system crashed in a wheelchair, having seizures down to 70 pounds. And sadly, <laughs> that's what it took for me to start taking more responsibility for my health. And I do want to course correct one little thing. And I never, ever thought of starting a business. It literally started on its own. Amazing. So that was never my plan. Like I, I didn't think I had entrepreneurial passions. I do. And I know now I did. I just didn't realize it, but literally the business started, started on its own. And my husband came to me and said, Hey, look, we've, something's got to change here. So. Wow. Okay. So you discovered, so the product is, and I've been trying it out for several weeks and it's been interesting, Kristen, because um, it's a magnesium soak Yes. and it's very cool. So you put it in and there are very clear instructions. So it was like half a gallon that your company sent me, which was very generous. And so I've been soaking very regularly in Good. the midst of taking both COVID shots. And then I was having like an ankle problem and it, and it actually helped. And we're not really here to sell the product. I will put no, the product information, no. all those other stuff. But if you're looking for a good back bar kind of thing to add to your clientele, a magnesium Foundation. soak would be something so great to add before they get massaged or something or pedicures. Imagine like Kristen, like putting Real it with simple. a pedicure. Add on therapy helps massage, go deeper, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But what I really wanted to talk about was this idea of, and I think so many entrepreneurs in the wellness space, this is exactly like you said. I had a problem with my body. Mm -hmm. I discovered a therapy and alternative medicines, a product that I created that worked. And for whatever reason, I then said, can I teach other people to do it? Can I sell the product? But how did you go from you're having like daily seizures and you're 70 pounds? Right. How did you go from there to say, okay, we're going to sell this product because there's a story between there. Oh, oh there is a story. So... My first product, and for people who are listening right now, who are concocting and creating and wanting to make that dream happen, 
I didn't start with magnesium. I started with a bar of soap. And that is what turned my brain and my heart on. I had been told in school I was dumb. My brain does not fit the school model. I believe everyone has a zone of genius. And some people are acknowledged in the public school system that their zone of genius fits. Mine didn't fit in the school system. And when I made that first bar of soap and there was science and there was creativity and it was like this explosion went off. Now, please understand at that point, we had tanked financially. Like my parents stepped in to save us from foreclosure on the house. We lost everything. And so my boys at the time were going to work and then handing over their paychecks to us to help. I mean, it was just, it was a financial mess. And here I'm going to my husband going, I need to buy some oils so I can make soap. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kristen, come on. And it was my next door neighbor to the rescue. She, I'd, I'd give away the soap so that I could make more soap because I was addicted. And she came over and she said, Kristen, I'd like to buy some of that soap. And I went, what? And she went, I, I want to give it as a baby gift. It was just so soft on my skin and a new mom needs to pamper herself. And so I'm, I made this little baby blanket, but I want to put your soap along with it. And it floored me. And my value at that point was so low because of all the health issues. And my kids had, we couldn't afford braces. The lessons all had to stop. It was my fault. Even though my family says it wasn't, come on, it was it was my help that tanked and caused all the issues. And all of a sudden there was this person and now recognize we're over, we're hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical debt still. And she says, I want to pay for your soap, something that I loved, something that exploded creativity and science and brought it together and showed me I can figure out math problems if there's something that grabs my attention and you want to pay me for that? It was mind-blowing. And that's what started the business. I will forever, I still send her soap. <laughs> I send her soap. And sometimes when I walk in that massive warehouse and I see people doing team, we call them team good life. And I see team good life running around doing all the processes. I'm still blown away. Okay. So I have never almost gotten to tears on this show, but I have to tell you, it really touched me when you said that for you growing up and before this bar soap moment, we'll call it the bar soap moment. Okay. That's great. I love that. Yeah, you, can, you can have that forever. Now. <laughs> okay. That, thank that you. It's you my bar soap moment. Moment. Yeah. That the zone of genius is not recognized in traditional school. And you sound so much like my mom. So my mom is brilliant. And she started this company, our day spot that I'm in right now. Oh, okay. In 1996, oh, you, right. my mom and I, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, she started. I work with my daughters. Yeah. yeah. So she started with one room and she did it because, and she didn't think she was entrepreneurial. And it was kind of like the same thing where it was like, it just, she had an injury and then she got what she called the worst massage ever. And she goes, well, I can do that better. So she went to school right. and then, um, you know, and she was in a marriage to my father and my father's great, but they weren't good together. And financially they weren't good together. So like, right. seriously, but, at, at, but she was considered dumb in high school because she just yeah. didn't want to be there. And everything you said about, you know, all of a sudden science and creativity exploded my mind. And I feel like when she discovered massage, she got that. And so I'm yeah. just like, I got goosebumps. I mean, I yeah. was like, oh, this is so powerful. And and I love hearing this story on this podcast because I cannot tell you how many of our listeners are feeling that they felt that way in traditional school, that they weren't smart enough, that they weren't good enough, that they, you know, didn't have the skills. And it's not to negate public school system. I, no, I'm married no, to a public school teacher, no, but you're absolutely dad, right. Yeah. My dad was my high school principal and I graduated from high school because I would have publicly embarrassed him not to have wow. his daughter graduate from high Talk school. Talk about so pressure no, for you. Yeah. Not, not shaming the public school system at all. It just, it recognizes these areas and not these areas. But I want to talk a little bit about value because at that point, when she handed me that money, okay, so here we are, we're in debt. My boys are handing over their paychecks. We're that family that mm -hmm. people drop the boxes off to and drop, you know, the Christmas packages off to. We've, we've become that family. 
and which is not a place where we wanted to be. And she, she wants to pay me for my soap. But what do I do? Oh, no, 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 no. Because my value didn't match the $3 that she handed me. Now, at the time, I didn't realize that's what was happening. So if you are a female entrepreneur out there and you have an idea and you have a gift and you have a passion, don't wrap your value into it. You are valuable whether you have the passion or the business or the product or the bar of soap moment, you have value. And I didn't understand at the time my value was wrapped up in that. And so learning how to disengage my value from my product exploded my sales. And that's why we're living in a warehouse now. And I live on the coast in California, which is my dream because I disengaged. My product was not my value. I am valuable whether I have the product, whether the product was a $3 bar of soap or a jug of magnesium to build a strong foundation for your health and turn everything on in your body. My value is separate from that. And I think once female entrepreneurs can understand, they don't have to just understand it, they have to live it also. And once we can separate that, your business can grow. Amen. Amen. It has to become a truth. It has to become a truth. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, has it has to drop to. down and become a solid foundational truth. I love that bar of yeah. soap moment and has to become your truth. Those yeah. are my takeaways. Yes. Yes. It's seriously like the gut, like you got to feel it down in like, I swear women, your uterus. Okay. That far down in your body where yeah. you're like that conviction, because that's what it takes to build a business, whether it's a product-based oh. business or a service-based business, like a day spa, you have to have the effing condition to say, you know what? I am going to just be mighty and a warrior and wonder woman. And it doesn't mean to do it all on your own. Like Kristen now has a huge team to help her. Like obviously the bar soap moment happened and it was kind of like a light bulb. And, and, and again, it wasn't like you went from bar soap to now living in California. There were many years in between. No, not at all. I love, have you seen the image on social media that says um, it's basically when someone says, Oh, you're an overnight success. And they don't see the 20 years of sacrifice, the 20 years of hard work. Mm -hmm. And face it, an entrepreneur is someone who doesn't want to work 40 hours a week for someone else, but will put in 90 hours a week for themselves to build their passion and their business. Yeah. And it's a really hard thing to discover because you're willing to do, like, I've always said, like, with like Spapreneur and and building this day spa now, because I love like developing massage therapists and wellness professionals. I love working with appointment-based entrepreneurs. Like I know that in my heart, that is what the universe has put me on this earth to do. And, And when you know that it's great, but you also need to be willing to charge what you're worth for that work. And it's so tricky. Like you were, you said you were afraid to take that $3 because your worth was so tied in. My value at that point, I did not value myself $3. And this is a little crude. And, and I recognize it's a little crude. Oh, we're okay with that here. You're okay. Yeah. But it's going to help someone sitting out there understand. And if it's you right now listening, just listen up, think of it a high-class call girl to a corner street hooker. They are selling the same thing. One has more value wrapped into who she is than the other, but it's the same thing. And it's all about their value. And so when she handed that three, I literally, I shook and the tears because I tanked my family, my kids, the lessons were so important to me that my kids were living and learning and doing all those things. And I had no, I held no value personally. And that $3 went against what I thought my value was. And so disengaging what I charge my customers has nothing to do with my value. It has to do with their transformation that they're experiencing with a physical product or a digital product or an E or, you know, whatever that transformation might be. My value has nothing to do with it because my value stays here.
Amazing. And I think this is so important, whether you're developing products or whatever, is understanding that because too often, you know, because we love the work we do. And this is why a lot of I know my spapreneurs are unwilling or unable to hire like people to help them in their business because then they think, but I have to do the thing. I'm, I have to do the thing. And I'll never forget, I knew like our day spa de stress express was successful truly, truly successful. And it would outlive my mother and me if we did everything right. Because I sat at the front desk one day, Kristen, and a person came in and they go, oh, are you new? And I'm like, no, <gasps> I'm very much not new. But that, that's oh, so powerful, right? Oh, that is brilliant. That means you've set up systems. And that's where I think as entrepreneurs, we have a real gap in setting up systems and making it because I, in the beginning, I created a job. I created it, but it was still a 70 hour a week job that I had to show up. And if I didn't, then it didn't, nothing moved. And so now I have systems in place. My husband's recently had an unexpected double amputation from the knees down. And it really highlighted, I had systems in place because I was able to, whoa, and put my focus on him and let the business do its thing. Those systems are crucial. And systems are something you learn and you fine tune, don't you think? You're, oh yeah. It's, it's not like, oh, my system's in place, done. You're learning, you're fine tuning, you're implementing, you're tweaking. Well, even like, you know, as you grow in your business, you know, depending on if you're bringing in like, again, more employees or more team members or more clients or more space. Like last year, we took the opportunity to, um, you know, add on 1500 extra square feet to our already large day spa because unfortunately, there was an incident with our neighbor where they couldn't keep their business. And so the opportunity came and we said, even though we're closed because of COVID, we're going to take this opportunity oh. because we know and and having that like faith and that walk and when door and when yes trust, trust. and when the door you is have open. to build that trust bank yeah and know i trust myself that i can fill fifteen hundred dollar fifteen hundred square feet worth, worth yeah of business yeah absolutely and, and and having that that is a muscle you have to build but the other thing that happens too is you have to realize and i was just talking speaking about this with my um office manager is that you know the systems that worked two years ago don't work now because we're bigger and we're smarter and so that's the kind of thing you have to recognize in your business if you really want to be and, and let's be really clear i think you believe this too being a successful entrepreneur doesn't necessarily mean you're making millions of dollars it doesn't mean that you are, you know, like Jeff Bezos and famous. It doesn't mean that at all. But what I believe successful entrepreneurship is, is that you've built the business around what your life needs it to be. So for example, unexpectedly, my mother-in-law passed away in October. I'm they so had adopted, sorry. thank you. They had adopted two special needs daughters that now live with my husband and I. So we basically became a family of four to a family of six. And that's a huge change. Yeah. But because in my business, I had systems and processes. I was able to, like you said, with your husband, like things happen like that. And to have that and to have the trust of your team and the trust in yourself to know that it's going to be okay. It, it It's life-changing because like you said, today, if you decided I don't want to be in the day-to-day -day operations of your business, it would keep going. It will. And at this point, I love to be in the day-to-day. -day. It drives me. It's my passion. But if my, the beautiful thing for me, I've got seven grandbabies oh. and those, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, don't even get me going That's on what that my one. Mother was saying. Oh. My, my mother has a theory that, that the grandbabies are God's reward for dealing with oh, me and my sister. They are glorious. <laughs> yeah. And when they call, I can be there for them because yeah. I've got those systems set into place. And for me, being an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur is building a business based on your values. And so if you don't know what your values are, how are you going to build your business on that? And in the beginning, I thought one of my values was creating money, but that's not one of my values. Authenticity is my value. I had an opportunity to create a truckload of money, not Jeff Bezos, but oh my goodness, a truckload. It was not congruent with my values. And it was very easy to say, uh-uh, not doing that. There's, there's not enough money to pay me to disengage from what I think is important. And so I think being a successful entrepreneur is really about 
um, creating it in a way that that you're operating authentically from those values. And for me, freedom is one of my top three core values, freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it. If that's with a husband who needs me, if that's with a perfectly beautiful, perfected grandchild, (laughs) and they want to play trains or climb trees, I have the freedom to do that. And I have the freedom to hop on a plane and create an adventure financially with them. So for me, freedom is one of those core values. Spotpreneurs, I want you to sit back and I want you, if you're in the car, keep your eyes open. But again, you know, it, it's so funny. I've had, I, I got to give a shout out to Jessica Rhodes for a minute. I, I do. I just have to. Um, so she runs, she, she and Margie, um, I never, don't you love them? I love them. So oh, he, I love them. I love them. So they own a company called interview connections and they've connected me with some of the most incredible guests like Tracy Bissett came from them. Y'all we've got a couple more coming, but, um, I've actually known Jessica for many, many years and oh, just, really? oh yeah, no, I, I met her through podcasting. She was pregnant with her second baby when I first yeah. met her. Yeah, no, yeah. she's, she's tremendous. And it was funny we were talking about being mothers in this pandemic and dealing with, you know, kids and growing businesses and all. And one of the powerful things she said was she goes, it's so important for me to build my business around what my kids and my husband and I need at that moment. And what I really want y'all in Spot to really think about, this is one of those episodes where I'm going to want you to listen to this over and over again, because I want this to sink in because, you know, this, I believe in like various pillars for business. And this is such a mindset pillar because that's why it's pillar number one. It's so important to have the right mindset and the right kind of energy going into, to, to business. And that is, is that first off, you are worthy of being successful, but you're worthy of being successful based on your values. And listen to what she said. Her values are authenticity and freedom. She didn't say anything about wealth. She didn't say anything because those two things are byproducts of wealth. I think you experience those things when you're living congruently with your values. And when I started, when the business started, I, I put way too many hours, my balance was off. And part of it was for a very broken reason. And the more entrepreneurs that I work with, female entrepreneurs, the more I realize a lot of us are doing this. And so I want to call it out. We soak ourselves in our business because we're hiding broken patterns in our family and our home. And I realized I was doing that. And that was not cool because at the end of my life, if I look back and I've got this systems in my business and all these great things are happening, but my family is broken, that's not where I want to be. And so I had to really pull back and determine why am I feeling so much success in my business and not so successful with these teenage boys that I've got going on over here. And Am I using the business to cover up the lack of success in my home? And so the business covered some of my broken patterns and I used it as a shield, but that slowed down my growth. And so breaking through that was very helpful in in creating more growth in the business and bringing those people in that are a really good fit for me and the company. I've got a question for you because you mentioned authenticity and that whole story about, you know, again, you weren't being authentic to the fact that your family had some challenges and that you needed, you were using the business to hide from that. Yeah. Cause everybody, Oh, Kristen, thank you so much. Oh, Kristen, you helped me. Oh, Kristen, we love you. Well, it felt good. And I wanted to hang out over there. Not with these teenage boys that all of a sudden had this mom that wanted to be back in their lives who had been gone for three and a half years while she was in a wheelchair. They were used, they were Lord of the flies. They were used to doing their own thing. Yeah. So how do you find the courage to be that authentic and say, look, you know, because sometimes, you know, I I have dealt with this in my own business where people, you know, I have a hard, fast rule. I do not work on Sundays. I do not work on Sundays at all, period. No, I will not do it. Um, And it's because I want that time for my family. And sometimes it's spent prepping meal prep and doing that kind of thing. And sometimes it's just sitting with the kids doing something fun or whatever, because like you, I've got teenagers now and I feel like teenagers, they need you way more than babies do. Let me give you that piece of advice. It's a different kind of need. It's a different kind of need. It's a mental, it's a mental need that they need your presence. Yeah. How do you find that courage to be that honest and authentic with yourself and say, I don't want to feel the pressures of my business because, you know, many times, like you said, and I've said this before, you created a job 
not a business. You gave yourself a job and now you have to work even harder than a regular nine to five yeah. job. And also they you have a family. Yeah. How do you finally say, okay, I've seen that I'm working too many hours. I see that my company is not growing. I see that I'm not getting to the places where I feel like I should be. And oh yeah, I'm not spending time with the people and the, and the places that matter to my, my soul, my heart song. How do you say, okay, have the courage to do that and say, what do you do next? You know, how do you honestly find that courage? Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to hundred percent lean in here and share. <clears throat> so when I started, one of the things that I did was it's called foot zone therapy, um, kind of like a massage for your feet and you mm -hmm. just focus on the feet. And I was booked out three, four, five, six months and I started working with a lot of other massage therapists and foot zone therapy, their kids, and really started working with a lot of them. And I recognized the pattern. Oh, this person's got this super successful business. And this kid is really struggling. And the eating patterns are so messed up because mom knows so much and she's controlling everything that goes in that kid's mouth. And this kid is now hiding food because of what mom's learned that's making her successful in her business. And that triggered me because that was my father's pattern. He was incredibly successful in his career and very physically abusive at home. And there was no way in Hello Kitty that I was following that pattern. And so when I saw that in other people and face it, you can't see a pattern in other people unless you're living it yourself. So somewhere in my life, I was already living that pattern because I was seeing it in my clients. And that's when I realized, and my desire not to follow the broken patterns of my father gave me the courage to break free from those patterns and to communicate, provide clarity, and talk with my family uh, and deal with some of the broken things that were happening. And not that we're a perfect family. We're working on it. We talk about it. We hang out. We love each other. And I think you know that you've done a good job when your adult kids want to hang out with you. Because once they're adults and they leave, they don't have to have anything to do with you. It's their choice to come back. And, and I'm living that now. We love hanging out together. No, no, but you said like my mom and I, we work together, your, you and your daughters work yeah. together. And that's, yeah. we could do an entire episode on just that oh. dynamic because it's That'd tricky. Be fun to bring my daughters on. We'll do that. Because... Let's, let's do that because I think that would be fun. I'll bring my mom on too. Yeah. And because one thing interesting, so I'll, I'll tell this fun story. I was with one of our um, people that help us. Like we have huge sound systems and things like that. And I was referring to my, my mom's first name is Lynn. And I was like, okay, Lynn wanted us to do this, this, and this. And he's like, don't you think it's disrespectful for you to call your mother Lynn at the office? And I go, well, if I'm on the phone with somebody, I'm go, well, I need to check my mom first. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. So yeah, it's yeah. a very interesting dynamic. It, it is. It yeah. is a very, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's something, you know, you have to be so careful because again, living the authentic, authentic life, you know, you build this company and you want it to outlast you. And, you know, and, and if you really want to outlast you, you have to do like what I said, you have to have that system process where people don't really know you're the owner unless, you know, cause it, it just doesn't work. You know, well, yeah. I, I had the situation where I walked into my retail shop and I realized I'd gotten arrogant because I walked into my retail shop. And a lot of times when I do, Oh, Kristen, Chris, you know, let me ask you this, that I walked in and I was wanting to help. I could tell she had questions and I'm the founder of living the good life. Naturally. I know those questions. I can help you and answer you. She didn't want me. She wanted one of my team. She did not know who I was. And she was like, no, no, no. I came here for, and that's when I realized, oh, because at first I, my ego was a little like, what, what? Because I've got my heart wrapped up into this business. And then as I stood back, and waited to react because magnesium helps you not react to situations. It, it gives you the benefit of better nerve function. And so you can think and make better decisions. And so as I stepped back, I realized this is a good thing because that means my team is doing what my team needs to be doing to ensure the longevity of this passion of mine. 
I, I think it's tremendous. And I think that, again, if you want a business to outlast you, listen to the lessons of this entire story. One is to separate your product and your service from your actual intrinsic value of yourself. No, you have to. Trust those bar soap moments, like really patient. I love and, that. And bar everybody soap has, and, but everybody yeah. has one. Everybody has that kind of like a light bulb moment or Oprah calls them the aha moments or whatever yeah. they are for you. We're just called bar soap moment because it's true. And you have to be willing to listen and pay attention. And you know, it's a bar soap moment when you get that tingle. And like I said, all the way down to your uterus, and you're like, whoa, this is well, really powerful. And think about it. If your value is wrapped up in your business, if you get a bad review, your value goes down. And or I'll if never... you have to close, like we, a right. lot of, a lo- I mean, how many day spas had to close because of COVID right. and how many of them weren't able to reopen and didn't survive? Right. And if you get, a, and if you're writing high on good reviews and, and here's the indicator, when you know your values wrapped up, if you have a better day because of a good review, your value is wrapped into your business because that now means you're going to have a worse day because of a bad review. Your value stays the same. Good reviews, bad reviews. You're the same. You're unchangeable. You're a rock. Amazing. Amazing. And, and again, this is so powerful. It's so important because too, you know, as your company grows, if you, and if you want your company to grow or just you as an entrepreneur grow, because sometimes growth means adding a separate complete business that complements. Like I have one of my massage therapists who I was just meeting with her yesterday um, for a spapreneur and she um, is starting to do social media consulting and website consulting because she's done a really good job and she's taking lots of training. And I said to her, I was like, you didn't want to hire anybody for your massage business. She goes, but I want to hire for my um, c- you know, computer business. Consulting. And I go, that means that's where you need to be focused on. You know, when you're able to say, I love this so much, I want to teach others how to do it so they can help others. That's when you know you're on to something. Well, it was interesting when that you say that, because when, when we first started, we did soap and lotion and my girls and I did it in our little basement kitchen, you know, would be down there concocting and making and, and formulating. And I taught other women how to do it. And I had a business person come to me and say, oh, Kristen, no, 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 no. You don't teach because I was teaching them the very formula that I sold. And he's like, no, no, no. You have to make sure you're giving them a lesser formula if you're going to teach this. And that's when I realized it was so important for me to operate from authenticity. Like we just had a business consultant come in and he said, you've got to add water to your magnesium. I'm like, what? He goes, your profit margins will go through the roof. And I said, you don't understand. I do this because this magnesium gets people feeling better. If I water it down, that stops. And that is one of my core values. And so again, when you go to operating from your core values, those decisions that other people say are so hard, they're not hard because you know your core values. And it's, and you're able to withstand temptation of zigging when you need to zag, mm-hmm. you know, and that happens. Sometimes we're on a path that works. Uh, you know, I, I have the same business coach as Jessica Rhodes. And one of the things she talks about is the reason a lot of entrepreneurs fail is because they try everything rather than staying on their true path of true north. And it sounds like you've built that kind of, again, that muscle, that integrity of knowing yourself so well, Kristen, that when someone suggests something that, yes, you would make more money. If the magnesium wasn't was watered down, was watered oh down. Gosh, you know, would I make more money? You would. <laughs> I but might it, be Jeff Bezos rich at that yeah, point. <laughs> I know. But again, but then you wouldn't get the feedback of someone yeah. like me saying, you know, it helped me not have bad reactions to this, you know, vaccine that I needed to get because I have a special needs daughter now who, if she got COVID, she would die. So yeah. it helped buffer that. Or again, all the other products that you do. Or again, when someone says, "I'm leaving the table pain free because you gave me a wonderful." massage or my skin looks like the way I want it to look or my nails look pretty, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you have to stay true. And I'll never forget. We've had so many times in our business, people are like, we want to franchise with you. We want to, you know, buy the company or this and that. And mom and I are like, no, because the reason why we're successful is we focus where, you know, we talk, we call some of the massage chains, um, pizza hut massage. 
because, you know, they're, they're fine, but they're not as good as local place. So I'm um, like the difference between us and the pizza and the massage is that we actually mentor our massage therapist. Like we, we created a culture around, they learn from each other. They teach each other. They trade with each other because the only way in this industry to really learn when you're touching people is to touch bodies and to get yeah. those reps in and do that. And, and knowing that that costs us money. Like we don't charge our massage therapist at all for using our rooms to trade with each other. We lose so much money, Kristen, for that. But you know what? I have massage therapists who've been with us 20 years. And there's a difference. So I love that example because, again, yeah, you can water down your service. You can try to milk more money out of it. And let me be really clear. You making the money you need to make to support your family and the lifestyle you want is not not watering it down. No, and and it's not I'm so glad you're clarifying that. Because it's so important, right? Because I think sometimes, especially in this wellness space, and you've seen it, where they're like, I want to do this to help people. How dare I, I, I charge for it. Well, and especially because I was there. I, I mean, my family, we lost, I mean, we were homeless. My husband made it an adventure. Oh, we get to sleep with the dogs and the cat in the car tonight. My husband, like literally my kids didn't realize how traumatized they could have been if their dad wouldn't have created that experience for them. And so it was something that I really struggled with. And so is what I opted to do is I have a pathway for people to optimize for $25 a month. And so, and then I have a pathway for people to optimize that's much more than that. And so create those pathways because there will be people who only want the free content that I share. And they're always going to stay with the free content and that's fine. Bring it on. And then there are those people who are the DIY and that $25 a month content program. That's beautiful for them. And then there's those people who say, Kristen, I want to be able to ask you questions when a question comes up. And obviously that's going to cost more. So creating those pathways and remember freedom, one of my values, I want to hand that back to people. I give them the freedom to choose which pathway. There is no pressure. I don't do a close. I don't do a high pressure manipulation. I want them to have the freedom that I want. You choose what's best for you. Here it is very clearly laid out. You give them the full formula. As my mother has said from day one of this podcast, day one of this company, we serve the clients first, the money will follow. It's wise words. And I, I was not expecting this conversation to go this way. I am so thrilled you're here. <laughs> it's I, a totally different way than what I thought it was going to go. Too. I hope you're but okay I, with it. No, uh, no, I'm absolutely, no. This is one of those things I am. So a lot of podcasters, I'm going to give a little inside baseball here. I used to work for a podcast company. They will outline their questions. They're like, here are the, the things. And, yeah. and for them, they need to, I have always been of a mindset going, you know what? We're going to have a conversation. Like we are sitting yeah. across from a table and yeah. we kind of are that we're on zoom right yeah. now and have a conversation and see where it goes. And because this is what the universe wants out there. And how dare I try to control, even though I'm a very controlling person, Kristen, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the freedom of saying, you know, this is obviously the message that needed to come between the two of us. And somebody listening right now is having the reaction. And some of you may be angry and that's usually a sign that, yeah. if you are, it means you're ready. Take the anger and use it as rocket fuel to take some action, to get your butt where it needs to be. Right. And your butt where you want to be. I'll never forget one of the best compliments I ever got from a spapreneur. Her name is Joanna Gable. She owns Bees Knees Massage Therapy in Charleston, South Carolina. So I'm giving Joanna a huge shout out. She has always just wanted to be a single massage therapist. And she said what she liked about spapreneur was that I never forced her to try to say, let's hire people. Let's do that. Because that's what she needs for her success. Yeah. You know, not everybody needs a 7,500 7, square foot day spa to be successful. I do. It makes me happy. But some right. people need just a room. And so I think, again, the biggest takeaway for me, this entire conversation, there, there's so many. Like, if you're not taking copious notes, again, if you're in the car, I understand. But if you're not sitting down with a notebook and you're not writing this down and you're not pausing and thinking and, and meditating over these, like, gems, like, this is, like, so powerful, you know, really understanding that zone of genius and, you know, really understanding, like I wrote so much, you know, that, Oh, I just can't even stand it. You know, you made me think that I paid, I paid $15,000, which is a lot of money to a business consultant. And she was determined to get me to run Facebook groups. And that's how I was going to build and, and bring on new people. Guess what? I don't like running Facebook groups. No. 
And, when and, uh, people yeah. have broken health issues and they're brokenhearted and you have to say, oh, wait, and her system worked for her. It was horrible for me. And so some of the of that entrepreneurial journey is trying different systems and learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And sometimes to figure out what does work for you, you have to do what does not work for you. And that's where it stops some entrepreneurs. Oh, it didn't work. I can't do that. And that's where you say, oh, this didn't work. I'm a step closer to fine tuning my perfect system. I don't run Facebook groups. I don't like them. They're not a good fit for me. I see other people do them beautifully. Great place to create community. I don't like that 24 seven access that someone can tag me. And then I like my heart goes out and I want to answer their question, but I'm playing trains with my two-year-old grandson. And so they're not a good fit for me. And so as you build those systems, remembering if it doesn't work, don't give energy to discouragement, reframe it, look at it and say, dang, I'm a step closer to fine tuning it because there is no ad. There is no marketer. There is nothing that could convince me to do Facebook groups to grow my business. It's not a good fit for me. And I know that solidly. And so I don't want people to think, oh, you just put those systems into place and boom, it's, it's a trial and error and a dance. It's this, this beautiful dance that you learn. But if you allow that discouragement to kick in, you're going to stop before the finale. I love it. Her name's Kristen Bowen. Um, I feel like we're best friends now. Um, I'm very excited. Um, I am going to be totally ordering more products because I love the magnesium very much. I'm going to say flat out that um, day spa, seriously, do you offer, let me just, let's talk about product for a minute. Do you okay. offer back bar sizes for like medical facilities, day spas, things like that? Does your company oh, offer absolutely. that? absolutely. Okay. Wholesale. That's always my first question because- of our sales is to massage therapists and day spas because it's such a great product that's so simple to add on as a service for your customers without a lot of detailed involvement. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking, honestly, I really want to add it. So we want to add a CBD um, pedicure to our pedicure line, which oh, I, I think is, be, yeah. So I'm thinking adding that and a magnesium soak with that. Holy cow. Absolutely. What effectiveness would that do? And, and even if the client thinks they don't feel any anything, we know it's going to help them at some point. So, you know, don't be discouraged. Try new things, experiment as you can do it within your budget and know your numbers. Again, Kristen can't do oh. any of the things she does without knowing no, her numbers, right? Sure. No, now my numbers don't drive me. And I had to go through nine accountants to get an accountant who understood my values. My numbers do not determine some of my decisions. But knowing your numbers is absolutely crucial. Absolutely crucial. Yeah. So she's, uh, again, you, you're talking to a heart-minded, this is the second heart-minded, I swear, entrepreneur we've had on lately. Um, I just had a wonderful attorney and yoga instructor, Corey Sterling. Oh, oh he's fantastic. The same person, attorney did yes. yoga? Yes. So he actually, no. Oh, I want to meet him. I'll have I to will listen to that I will, podcast. I will connect you. That's the latest podcast. We, it just came out this week. Um, I will connect you via email because he's fantastic. You need has built and talk about going after what you want. He's built his entire law practice based on the wellness industry, supporting the wellness industry, waivers of liability. Oh, and like again, product, such um, a lacking area. Yeah, and and I thought approval. I had waivers in the beginning that protected me. And when I got a real waiver that protected me, I realized I had nothing. Yeah. It's I a huge nothing. difference. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if you're developing product, Chris is going to probably be the first one to tell you is that you need to have waivers of liability. Oh, you need to have yeah. insurance. There's a yeah. whole separate category when you're creating products that people are going to put on their skin in their body there. I don't want to discourage you from doing it because the world needs what you know, but you have to be protected and you have to be careful. You know, yeah. so, so do it with, again, well intentions and again, get in your kitchen sinks, your basement yeah. sinks concoct, be witches so, around that cauldron. <laughs> I was teaching a class, teaching people about the importance of cofactors while they were soaking in magnesium, they were getting all the benefit for their thyroid. And so one of the questions led us down this thyroid path. And I said, oh, anyone with thyroid issues needs magnesium and selenium and selenium you get from Brazil nuts. So I turned to one of my daughters and I said, 
here's 20 bucks, go run down to the health food store and grab some Brazil nuts. And I want everybody to eat some Brazil nuts. Let's really boost thyroid function with this magnesium and the selenium and the Brazil nuts. So one of the ladies takes the Brazil nut and eats it knowing that she's allergic. Oh no. That's when I realized to me, that was common sense. I technically didn't say if you're allergic to Brazil nuts, don't eat them. I, I did not say that to me, that's common sense. If you're allergic to Brazil nuts, you're not going to take five and eat them, chew them and swallow them. And so that is so important to be protected because you never know where someone else is coming from. Yeah. And so when she, when she wow. took us to court, we were okay because it didn't go after my family. It didn't take my family down. It didn't take my business down. And my insurance didn't jump because I had a great policy and you want to make sure that you're protected. Amazing. I'm going to take this clip. So I'm a Joel Sharpton, my podcast editor. We're going to take that little clip about lawyers and all. We're going to clip it. And we're going to send it to Corey so he can utilize that because he would know he, his story is, is that he was in law school and stressed out and he took a yoga class and fell in love with it. So now oh. he's a yoga group. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will, I will connect you to combination of an attorney doing yoga is just beautiful. Yeah. And he's just, he's a doll. So yes. Yeah. So again, talking about, again, I've had just I know I'm on the right path, Kristen, for myself, because I keep meeting all these incredible entrepreneurs and bringing them on the show and making new friends and making wonderful new connections. And just, it just makes me so happy. So let's, they're interested in the magnesium. They're interested in you. Where should they go to learn more about you? Oh, livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. And yes, when I picked the name of the company, you didn't even get on the web. And so you didn't even think about how long the name of your business is. So livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. And that's where we, our blog got um, hijacked. What's the name? Hacked. Act, yeah. Our blood got hacked. So we're in the process of getting that back up and everything there. I'm very um, frequently once a week doing a Facebook live once a week doing an Instagram live. So I'm very active on social media. So yeah, so follow her. I'll have all the links. This is episode um, um, 150. Yes. This oh, is episode 150. I know. 150. Um, and here's it. So yeah. Much work to do a podcast. In fact, I'm so grateful to people like you. I did a radio, a live radio show in the um, Rocky Mountain States mm -hmm. for seven years. And when I quit, thought, oh, I'll do a podcast. Oh, there's so much work behind the scenes. So shout out to you for 150. That's amazing. Yeah. I appreciate it because most podcasts, if y'all know, I used to work in podcasting, only last about seven episodes. Really? Yeah, because it's a, people it don't realize so how much, much work, work it is to do oh. a quality show, and yeah. and to and then they expect to be overnight like Joe Rogan's. It's like no, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So hooray really, for you! Yeah, hundred and fifty. Yes, but head over to spapreneur.com get to know Kristen some more because I'm telling you I and we did not really chat much before this episode. Um, and actually, I was working with her booking agent. Um, because again, she's outsourced this important tasks for herself because she's like, I yeah. want to spend more time with grandbabies. She's got I seven do. of them. Yeah. I set it up that I stay in my zone of genius 90% of the day. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's what I'm focused on. And if I don't do it well, I, somebody else is doing it that can do it well. Yeah. And, and Shelly, my support specialist is amazing and keeps all those details I got a text right before I went on. Enjoy this, you know, enjoy yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And again, if you want to be on podcasts, I cannot recommend enough interview connections. Oh, um, love those two. Love they, those two. They are adorable. Like they're fun. They're really like Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? It. I don't they're know which real. one's which, but they that's, are real. That's why I love them. They are yeah. real about the hard stuff, the bitter stuff, and how you turn it into gold. I, and I love that. And they both love magnesium. <laughs> they do. They do. She was like, wait till you try the magnesium. And she was not kidding. So I can tell you personally, Spopreneurs, again, it's helped me a lot. I have thyroid issues. I have diabetes. It has helped lower my blood sugar. It's It's been, now I don't know if it's just magnesium. I have to experiment some more. I'll be honest. But for my personal take, I've enjoyed it immensely. If nothing else, it's purposely made me sit down in front of my couch with an aluminum, with, with a, you know, metal bowl and glass bowl and soak my feet for 20 minutes. I'm so chilling out. Magnesium does help the beta 
cells of the pancreas balance blood sugars better. And there's studies to prove that. So it is the magnesium and getting to cell saturation is day and night difference than just taking a pill for that blood sugar. And entrepreneurs need more magnesium. We expect more of our bodies. We expect more of our time. And we tend to have more mental health issues because of a magnesium deficiency. And so it's my passion to get it out there to entrepreneurs and help them understand a pill of magnesium doesn't do it. Soaking gets you to cell saturation. And again, if nothing else, you're purposely sitting there for 20 minutes, put on a fun podcast, put on an audiobook, meditate, just chill out yeah. and enjoy the soak. If nothing yeah. else, that's what I say. One just more question. Downtime. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kristen, one more question. I like to ask every guest this, what is making you feel wealthy today? Um, waking up at two o'clock this morning, completely rested, wrapped up with my husband, having about a four hour conversation just there, the two of us, um, the wealth of our relationship and the depth of our connection is something I do not take for granted. And our little puppy was right above our heads <laughs> as we cuddled and we talked about our grandkids and we get to see them in about a month. And we're super excited because it's been a very long time with this whole 2020 experience and the wealth and connection of that relationship is a beautiful thing in my life. I love it. I love you so much. Yes. Kristen Bowen is her name. Live the good life naturally.com. Seriously, y'all, I do not have crappy guests on. I do not because I want to be a no, no, no. Honestly, I've had one person I interviewed and I did not release the episode because I was like, nope. Oh, I will do that uh, because yeah. I value the people listening's oh, time. Absolutely. You don't want to waste their time. There's yeah. nothing worse than just hot air and wasting somebody's time. That's right. And you are definitely not hot air. So again, her name's Kristen Bowen. Check her out. Check out the products. You know, and again, if you've got questions about building products and all, reach out to her because she's got the knowledge, y'all. Oh, I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, seriously. She's a product nerd. So listen to her talk about beta cells and this and that. And she just, it rolls off. And when it rolls off like that, you know you're in your zone of genius. Again, Spotpreneurs, this is episode 150 of the podcast. Make sure if you haven't already, Kristen doesn't like Facebook groups, but I love them. Um, (laughs) But again, I'm a super extrovert, so I have no problem going, yay, the people like me. Um, But we have a free Facebook group to support the podcast. Head on over there, join in the conversation about this and any other spot topic you have. Have. Unlike a lot of the spot um, po- uh, Facebook groups out there, I do not allow mother hens. I do not allow negativity. I just shut it down. So come on over, join the Cool Kids Club, and I will see all of you next week. And Kristen, thank you so much for being the oh, most thank amazing you for guest. Me on, thank you. I loved it. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to SpaPreneur.com, where we've got the tools tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.